Welcome to Backseat Confessions Podcast. Slide into the backseat as we listen to mostly anonymous strangers tell us stories from their lives. I'm a rideshare driver in Atlanta, and the people getting in my car have absolutely no idea I'm going to ask them to share. My commitment to you is to tell at least a snippet of virtually every story recorded in my car in the order they were told to me. My hope is that you laugh, cringe, cry, but mostly connect to these amazing people. You may find a piece of your own story or just feel more connected to the rest of us. Join us, won't you? So, hey, my new friend, this is an adult podcast. Themes and languages are Definitely not suitable for everyone. Listener discretion is advised. We are officially back for season two of BCP. And I, for one, uh, I'm grateful and uh, I'm excited to have you all along on this on this journey. Speaking of journey and personal growth as a podcaster, uh, I'm gonna attempt to be more judicious this season uh, about how much of each rider's story I share. Uh, I think that in the first season, I did less cutting of what might be the, you know, less interesting parts of the story, I guess, or, or even played stories that weren't that compelling in their entirety to you, the audience, because I was so personally invested and, uh, of course, grateful for each person that shared. I'm still grateful and I'm still invested in each writer, but I also know that I have to grow as a podcaster and a storyteller. So I'm making an effort this season to still... Uh, share every story, but maybe less of some of them. Okay, all aboard. So, getting us off to a strong start today, it's a lady and her posse of friends. She talks with us about her latest fun night in Atlanta while partaking in ecstasy and cocaine. Uh, let's listen in to the last little bit where some interesting revelations are made. Story number 80. Saturday, December 19th, 2020, 3.48 a.m. Right, right. So you just Rick felt James like a- level. Like I was high as fuck. I can't say Rick James signed a Coke, but I did it in a pill yeah, form. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yes. So I was on a Rick James level. So there you go. it was very exciting, very fun, yeah. intense. You know what I'm saying? Um the reaction to other people. Yeah. Now that is the killer part. Okay. I love to 
see people watch and be yes. enticed and to be intrigued. Yeah, yeah. Period, in general. So that's the fun part for me. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I hope I'm not boring y'all with this. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, um, I don't know where to go with that, Kiwi. Where, where was I going with that? While you were doing drugs, you were naked. I was. I had a velvet outfit on, y'all. Ooh. It was... What and we're both Leos, same fucking birthday, y'all. Okay. Same, and it was his girlfriend's birthday too. On top of that, and I still shit. stole her, nigga. You right, he but I borrowed him for that night. Nope. You borrowed him for, for, sure, for sure. Was it, it was nice? Was it a good night? It was. It was, it was nice. Know, so you got high and you borrowed. She did. Well, the nice thing about borrowing somebody else's boyfriend is then you don't gotta you take bring care them of them. Back. Right. Exactly. Are you, are you guys going to the Waffle House here? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm All right. hungry. Damn, All right. right here. I'm very let's, greedy. Let's do it. Y'all sure right here. Thank this you. Is nice over here. Thank you, Miss Blue, for the yes. story. I really appreciate okay. you just opening up. That's amazing. Yes, I love it. Yeah, you're. I'm trying to get used to this. You know what I'm saying? Let's podcast. Yeah. Awesome. It's all about podcasting. I buy our shit, bro. So, if you think you are good friends with your girls. I have just one question for you. Would you be willing to share your man for a night with your bestie? Uh, I'm guessing most of you would say no. That is just an ultimate level of trust and sharing that is almost hard to imagine. But if this catches on and hey, uh, you know, do I get some money for dreaming up this idea? Uh, maybe the ladies can like rent out their guy kind of like a, an airbnb for boyfriends and husbands hmm i wonder what could possibly go wrong with this idea our next rider talks about how her grandfather on her mother's side was the patriarch that held the family together. So 13 years before this conversation, he had suffered a stroke and her grandmother had spent uh, 10 years caring for him. In the last three years, though, our writer has taken over care for both of them. So we pick up right after his passing and she gets to share what she valued most about him. Story number 81. Sunday, December 20th, 2020, 12.09 a.m. But the gentleman who came the night my grandfather passed away, mm -hmm. he came and he asked, he asked our whole family to say one thing that your grandfather did or one thing that makes you think of your grandfather hmm. or some so, you know something something along those lines right and so um something my grandfather did that meant the world to me was he was basically the glue to our whole family wow he was the reason why we always saw each other he was the reason why that you know we always talked or anything like that and hmm. Especially, he was the one, he was the person that kept us all going, and he is the person that kept me with the Lord. Mm. And some people, 
it that doesn't you know some people take different paths in life yeah. and that's fine yeah, for sure that's okay but to me that meant the most to me mm-hmm. that yeah. that that's something that I'm 27 right and you you witness things a lot of things through life I'm not even halfway through my life <laughs> right but right now that is the one thing that I hold on to the most yeah and it's like a gift that he gave you that will never go away like yep. that's a pretty amazing gift yep it wow. is something that I think about every day of my life and mm. what's crazy and what what breaks my heart the most though is that so for a couple of years I struggled finding and finding a job mm-hmm. so my grandfather passed in June of 2020 yep and it was I guess a couple of days after my grandfather's birthday yeah. a couple of weeks a couple of weeks after my grandfather's birthday and in August I landed my first job Aww. and the first thing I thought I know, of was I know it's a, I say it's a tragedy but it's not a tragedy at the same time yeah because he was a gift to this world yeah. and so few knew the gift he had mm. but that gift he get, did give to people was big that's so cool yeah that's I think uh for myself and hope you know I think for a lot of people like to me that's that's the way I want to be remembered when I'm gone is that I left a legacy right Same. so yeah so Absolutely. how amazing like um he he lived right and it sounds like when he went he did it you yep. know, with he, he left the important stuff behind so wow that's so cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I hope that gives anybody who's gone through something yeah. hope or helps them think about the good things that yeah. the person left behind yeah. or that can, they can remember them by, you know? Yeah, sort of puts it in perspective. Yeah. Yep. I agree. Absolutely. Thank you so much for sharing. You're welcome. Of course. I love that his faith and the way he cared for and kept his family together were what her grandfather's most enduring legacy will be. Uh, I have mad respect for those that when they leave this dimension, they leave behind the things that matter most, love, faith, and family. Most people have had a roommate at some point in their lives, and for that group of people, most have some kind of bad to horrible story about that experience. Here is one of those stories. Story number 82. Sunday, December 20th, 2020, 3.19 a.m. So my story is a little kind of roommate horror little, little <laughs> kind of thing. It's a very specific genre. I like that. Yeah. So at school, um, my neighbors were, I'm good friends with both of them. Okay. They sometimes have a little bit of beef between them, but it's never like super bad. Okay. Like but, no gunshots. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But um, one night, um, me, some of my friends, um, and one of the girls will call her um, A. Oh. Call her A. Nice. So we got A and I. A and I. Okay. So 
A, went out of town for the weekend. Right. And I was out of town and all my friends were out of town. So my friend I was going to be there all by herself because all of her friends were leaving. Right. So she was having fun, like partying with her like teammates because she's on the tennis team. Nice. And they were in her room. Right. And one of our guy friends passed out to say. Okay. Um, <laughs> passed out in A's bed. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Okay. And he woke up at 3 a.m. I was still awake. She was in her bed. Right. Wait, with him? Yeah, he but was in passed- A's bed. Oh, he's in A's bed. Okay. Yeah. yeah kind of. He just woke up, got up, pulled down his pants and started peeing. No. All over the room. Oh, no. And specifically in A's bed. No. Yes. Oh, poor A. Um, But I didn't tell A and oh. tried to cover it up. Oh, my God. <laughs> The literal but, best friend. But somehow, A, right. she she said, I could smell it. Of course. it's Yeah. 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 Some dude peed on her bed. Yeah. Yeah. And I had to come clean, but it was a, I thought it was going to be a shit show. Yeah. Excuse my language. Oh, no. Language is a very much a lot on this podcast. So, um, how did it all resolve? I mean, basically, you said you came clean, so you had to admit that you watched this um, delightful pissing uh, episode go down, right? Well, I didn't watch. Oh, you I, did? one of my friends, my friend, I was hiding it. Okay, okay. But then one of I's friends posted a video from their dorm room, okay. and you could see the mattress being changed oh. in the back. Okay, yeah, yeah. So A saw that video and was like, they're changing my bed. <laughs> <laughs> and there was no way out of it. So A, so I was like, yeah, bitch. Um, <laughs> so this happened because we all thought I pissed in her bed. Oh, right, right, right. We were right. all blaming it on I. We were like, oh my god, oh, she definitely I. pissed in the bed. But right. no, no, it was the random dude. It was the random dude. It's always the random dude. I feel like, right? It really is. I mean, if if, you, if we're just gonna be honest. Wow. Okay, that's that's pretty amazing. I don't know. I think I think I'm I'm at 80 stories so far, and I don't think I've had a pissed in the bed story yet. So this. I needed this to kind of round out my first 80-some stories. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. Of course. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Every so often, you just need a good piss story. I mean, if nothing else than to remind you of the smell of college and suspect mattresses, and to remind you to choose wisely when it comes to a roommate. Nothing can quite cramp your style like a pissy roommate. Am I right? This next guy was the last to get dropped off out of a group of a few riders, and it gave us a chance to talk about one of the young ladies that had gotten out of the car. He used to have a crush on her, and he stayed friends with her, but it seems like he may have something he needs to get off his chest. Story number 83, Sunday, December 20th, 2020, 3.31 a.m.
Yeah, it's kind of weird. Uh, the previous writers we were with, yeah. uh, one of them I had a uh, long crush on for a long time. The middle uh, one or the one on the end? Uh, middle one, sir. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's oh, very yeah. cute, too. Oh, yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and yeah, it's a long, complicated relationship with that. I went to originally the first uh, romantic uh, incident I had with her was uh, going to her homecoming. Okay. And uh, it was right after she broke up with her uh, boyfriend at the time. Nice. And uh, she was very upset, but uh, was very glad to go with me. Mm-hmm. And when we went there, she overall just spent a majority of her time with her boyfriend. Right. Which was cool. I, I mean, I understood it. It was grief. But yep. uh, overall, the whole dance was spent with the boyfriend. And yeah. then uh, later she goes on to college and uh, I she starts uh, dating one of my best friend's uh, friends or talking to them, you know? Okay. Uh, and she starts claiming uh, false things about me and her relationship, which never happened. Which I was very confused about because... What, what kind of stuff did she say? She would tell uh, this person when she was on dates with them uh, that I tried hooking up with her, but would, but she would reject me oh, out of it. nowhere. <laughs> Which, the only in, uh, romantic interaction I had with her was ditching me at the prom. Or her, <laughs> her fucking her homecoming, year. basically. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it's like, okay. And so... I just don't really know whether to bring it up or not. That's oh. my thing. Like, bring up that I know the fact that she was, did like, talking yeah. shit yeah, yeah, yeah. on the side. But, I mean, I'm overall a peaceful person who right. lets things brush over. But every once in a while, I get caught up on just being like, should I let her know the fact that... I definitely think I you know. should, bro. Yeah. yeah. Because, and I mean, let let's say... Best case scenario is she owns it and goes, oh, my God, I... And then she gives you some explanation. Oh, the thing is, uh, about, like, a week and a half ago, I was FaceTiming her and Mm -hmm. brought up that she went on a date with the person where she talked shit on me with. Right. And uh, when I brought it up, she was like, oh, yeah, that was a fun date. We didn't talk about you or your friend at all. Which I was like, okay, but, you know, I get confirmation from the two people that you're claiming that I tried to fuck you. Right, right. Which never happened. Right. Yeah, I definitely think that's something that you want to get because... You, you want to get that figured out early because what if oh, you yeah. get your heart all entangled with this girl and you find out that she's, you know, maybe not as mentally stable or she's prone to, like, drama or whatever. And oh, then you're, like, yeah, going to yeah. kick yourself because, like, man, there was this sign early on and I shouldn't. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, you kind of you kind of got to you got to hit that stuff head on. It's yeah. it's hard if you're um, if you're. Uh, conflict avoider I pre- yeah right you know what I'm saying if you're a conflict avoider it's really hard and and I spent a lot of my life being a conflict avoider but sometimes you just gotta kind of reach down and go all right I'm gonna man up and just like I'm gonna do this thing so yeah that's definitely that's definitely my two cents okay yeah appreciate it man Absolutely. Yeah, that helps a lot <laughs> <laughs> well I wish uh, you nothing the best she does she seems really I appreciate sweet. it oh and, yeah, yeah she's so, a sweetheart yeah so and 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 then that way you're not like walking around carrying something in the back of your mind about her yeah get it out yeah, in the yeah. open there's a you know all the things about like everything you bring into the light you know it it, it, it 
<laughs> mushrooms can't grow in the light uh, or, yeah. or whatever. They uh, so yeah. I know what you mean, man. Yeah. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's not like I'm trying to get down on her or anything. No, no, for, no. But it was like ah, this is just something that's been weighing on my mind recently. And appreciate it for you helping me, man. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All, right. All right. Thanks for uh, sharing. I had no problem. All right. See ya. To be honest, when I was giving him the advice, I had forgotten that his crush was past tense. Uh, he had mentioned that up front, but hey, I was trying to multitask. Uh, nevertheless, I stick with the advice of dealing with the hard stuff. I am also a lifelong conflict avoider, if I can be, but I've learned the hard way that sometimes you have to have the hard conversations if you want to make a relationship last for the long haul. One of my friends calls it conflict for the sake of restoration, and that is an important life lesson. riders are living in a world that is really just not relatable to me. Not only are they nice looking ladies, which I'm clearly not, but apparently they have enough social media clout that they get invited to join rappers in studio sessions from a different state than the ones they live in. Yep, not much in there resembles my life experience at all. Story number 84. Sunday, December 20th, 2020, 4.14 a.m. Yes, okay. me and my homegirl. Yes. Um, her name is Angie. Her name's Angie, okay. We had a very crazy weekend in Atlanta. We're oh, not oh. from down here, actually. Oh, really? Where are you guys from? I We're didn't... from Charlotte, North Carolina. Oh, I love Charlotte. Okay, yeah. <laughs> So basically, we've had plans to like, you know, it's been certain people trying to like see us, you know, okay. from like, I guess, social media and stuff like that. So we came down here because also it's our best friend's birthdays also. Oh, very cool. Happy so, birthday to your best friend. Thank you. Yeah. So um, we we plan to like meet some rappers down here mm -hmm. and stuff. Yep. So, you know, tonight we finally got to meet with them because this is our last night down here. So, you know, we wanted to go out with a bang. <laughs> I like it. I like <laughs> it. So we went to their studio session, uh -huh. I guess. Yep. And the studio session was pretty cool. I've never been in an actual real studio. Yes, ma'am. So it was nice to, you know, see what they do inside of there. Mm -hmm. um, it was not a lot of girls. It was just me and my homegirl, An Angie. Uh-huh. Yeah, yep. <laughs> <laughs> and um, the boys, they were pretty nice. They were cool. We end up going to some store to get some money or something. Then we end up going. Oh yeah. Then we end up going to some like club to get some drinks or something. And okay. we were in the Uber for like an hour. Wow. And the Uber man kept getting mad at us because we were just waiting. We were just taking his precious little time. He kept telling us that he had money to make. <laughs> and he just kept getting mad. He was angry. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I understand. Then, you know, we got back to the studio 
and then I don't know the vibes just started getting a little off I guess everybody started getting drunk or whatever Uh-oh. so it just wasn't the same right then let me tell y'all they had some girls up in there like what like <laughs> we supposed to be the only girls in there why y'all got other girls in there then they wasn't cute so it made it even worse it was just like okay like y'all doing too much now Uh but other than that, um, Atlanta, it's been good. Yeah. We've been doing a lot. We went to Lennox also today. Yeah. How was Lennox for you? We went shopping. It was great. It was good. Good. So um, overall, it, it's been a win. You did get to meet some rappers. You did get to go in the studio where I picked you guys up from. Yes. And so those are good experiences. But then as the night sort of progressed, it just got kind of lame. Yeah, it just started yeah. going downhill. Going downhill, yeah. <laughs> well, and I can see you guys are you guys are both very lovely, and uh, you said that some of the other girls coming in, not so lovely, is that Not kinda? so lovely, not so, lo- <laughs> not so lovely. They should have stayed at home, maybe. <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, uh, is there anything else to add to the story tonight? No, that's really it. That's it. But you go, you go back to Charlotte with like, Good vibes, good feeling in your heart. Yes, like, and I will know when I come back to Atlanta not to hang out with them maybe again. <laughs> if they're okay. going to be on the same stuff that they was on this time. Okay, okay, I got you. Yeah, you <laughs> learned what not to do. Yep. I mean, that's that's half of life is learning what not to do, right? <laughs> uh, thank you so much for your story, Doja. You're welcome. feel just a little bit bad for the quote-unquote ugly girls. I mean, is that a thing? So, if you're hot, you don't want the vibe to be brought down by ugly girls? Hmm, I think I would want less attractive females around me if I was an attractive one. You know, just to show how very good-looking I was. But anyhow, what do I know? This next rider had just moved to Atlanta, and where I was picking her up from wouldn't exactly be where most of us would consider a welcoming place. Story number 85. Monday, December 21st, 2020, 11.52 p.m. So I just purchased a car okay. and I was leaving um, the car lot Yep. and um, I'm using my GPS to try to get where I'm going uh-huh. and I get blue lighted. So oh. I pull over and apparently my license is suspended and I had no clue of that. Ooh. So yeah, got arrested, no. sat in there for a few hours and I'm out now. Oh gosh. Yeah, because I literally just picked you up from the sheriff's office. Ugh, that's horrible. What um, what was the reason for suspension? They don't know. I'm not from this state, so... Are you kidding me? I just moved here. No. And um, when I asked them, you know, why is it suspended, they had no clue. Really? They they don't know why it's suspended? Nope, and they arrested even, you? Yep. He even showed me on his laptop that he didn't know why. It just said suspended. And he told me to call the DMV in my home state. Wow. So welcome to Atlanta. (laughs) Oh, man. That is so sad. Okay. Well, man. 
definitely all my thoughts and prayers for you that this all gets straightened out and taken care of. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, I, and I'm sorry. Um, I hope you, the rest of your time in Atlanta goes somewhat better than than this inauspicious start. Yeah, me too. <laughs> well, thank you for sharing your uh, your story. No problem. I could see the confusion and tiredness in her face as we drove off. She had no answers and of course was now entered into our delightful little justice system. So I'm really, really hoping that it all got cleared up for her and she's able to actually start enjoying her time here in Atlanta. today gave us a lot to think about. Probably scratch our heads over, uh, lifted our spirits, and hopefully even gave us some smiles uh, and maybe that, oh no, you didn't just say that girl moments as well. (laughs) Uh, There's enough heavy things for all of us to worry about. So I'm going to hope that you give yourselves moments to just savor the good things in your life. Also, allow yourself to feel joy and happiness. And yes, those things are a choice as much as choosing gratitude or some other positive emotion is. So laugh, smile, and practice joy these next two weeks until our next ride together. And see if that helps with a perspective shift in your life. Cheers, my friend. This is what happens when you are a rideshare driver in Atlanta and ask people for their stories. These weren't handpicked people with great stories. They just happened to get in my car and be gracious enough to share with all of us. And who knows, maybe someday you'll be in Atlanta and need to grab a rideshare and end up telling the rest of us the next great story on BCP. I'd actually encourage you to, every so often, just ask a stranger to share a story from their life. You never know what you might learn. I believe that our stories are powerful. They can make you laugh, cringe, cry, or even get you to think or feel differently. Our stories can truly make this world a little bit better place. So please, Subscribe, rate, and listen to this podcast and share it with as many adults as possible. It would mean so, so much to me. First and foremost, I want to thank the incredible writers who trusted me with your stories. You're my heroes. Thanks also to all the people in the background who have believed in this project slash dream. 
All of the music on this podcast was found on pixabay.com and it was free, which is an amazing gift when you're starting a podcast on a shoestring budget.